Well, hello, everybody. Good to see you tonight. We have already got some texts that were late. And we know, but we had to add just a little bit of extra ingredient to make it even better for you tonight. Thank you all so much for joining us here on the first episode of Southern Gospel Forward. And if y'all been watching the Southern Gospel Spin, you know who I am. I'm Scott Bolden and just tickled to be here with you. And so thankful that this little vision has come into fruition. And I want to get out of the way and introduce two amazing young people to you tonight. Let them tell you a little bit about themselves. Riley Wheeler and Avery Bradford. Avery, ladies first. Why don't you say hello to the crowd and tell a little bit about yourself? No pressure. Uh, so I'm Avery Bradford. I'm uh, 22. I'm from Hayden, Alabama. And uh, I got into Southern Gospel because my parents loved it. And uh, my first Southern Gospel singing was, I was eight months old and I went to a bishop's homecoming. So I've stuck with it. It's my life. So Fantastic. Riley? Well, I'm Riley Wheeler, and I'm 19, and I live in Chickamauga, Georgia. Um, I've grown up listening to the music and going to concerts. I don't remember exactly when my first concert was, but I've just grown up, and I've grown to love it as I've gotten older and found a love for it for myself, and I really just enjoy going to concerts and enjoy this music. And, and I'm just so thankful for young folks who enjoy Southern gospel music. And I don't know of two bigger fans than you two. And thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for helping making this a reality after we've talked about it for a while. Yeah, thank yes, sir. You. Glad to be here. All righty. Real quick, before we get, we've got a fantastic guest waiting. I mean, he's just waiting in the green room, meeting all <laughs> the M&Ms and drinking the Sprite, but he's going to be on in just a second. But uh, real quick, um, I, I don't like to do this, but, uh, uh, we have a few little costs that we cover here. We are a nonprofit. Um, all we're trying to do is cover a little bit of our cost of technology. Um, if, if you would, would you shop with us just a little bit? We've got two sponsors to talk about. One is the Ben Soap Company, and uh, they have all-natural goat soap products. My family uses this. I don't know if any of y'all do, but it's amazing products. It's great for anyone who has skin issues, eczema, uh, the goat milk lotion, the soaps, the lip butter, the, the salve, all that is just really great. If you go and shop at bensoap.com and you use promo code SBM Studios, then we get a little love. So uh, we would love for you to do that. And then one other ones, and I'm not going to show products tonight. I'm trying to get right into the interview, but we have one other sponsor, and that is my pillow. And, uh, and I really believe in this product. I have trouble sleeping. I don't sleep well but I have never slept before like I do since I started using my pillow. And uh, it's just fantastic, the technology. Uh, it's the most comfortable sleep I've had. They have all kinds of products. They have the Giza sheet sets. They have travel pillows. They have even pajamas and just all kind of good stuff. If you'll check them out, go to MyPillow.com forward slash SBM Studios, or you can just go to MyPillow.com and enter the coupon code SBM Studios. And again, we'll get a little love, but we would appreciate y'all considering just shopping with the Ben Soap Company and MyPillow.com and uh, helping us out. Okay. Uh, thank you for letting me do that little commercial. And I'm going to give a shout out to you won't see in the night unless he leans over and his hand and his head gets in the camera. But I'm thankful for Jason Bain serving tonight as our producer. So uh, y'all just can give him a big old hand and clap out there in uh, internet land. But look, hey, Riley Avery, why don't we, uh, why don't we just uh, jump right on in and bring on our guest? Does that sound good? Sounds yes, good sir. to me. All righty. We are tickled tonight to have none other than Trevor Conkle. Come on in, Trevor. Hey, guys. <laughs> and the crowd here. goes wild. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Trevor. How are you guys doing? Doing good. well. Awesome. Doing great, so doing great. For the invitation, and I'm so glad I could be a part of this. And uh, hey, we're just going to have fun. Absolutely, absolutely. We're going to be. That's the format I've had through all of the projects we've done. Is just kind of like we're seven, sitting in the living room talking. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Awesome. Um, I'm going to kind of. I'm trying to. I really want to get this geared toward y'all. I'm the old. I call myself the old papaw in this group. I thought it up, but I just kind of want to halfway stay out of the way and let y'all uh, get in the light because I feel so strongly about um, 
you know, youth in Southern gospel, whether it be fans or artists, it's not our future, it's our present. And I believe in that with all of my heart and, and trying to shine a light on you guys. But Trevor, if you will, um, maybe start us off with giving a little bit of information on how you got your start, your love for Southern gospel music, and then you can bring us through your career and bring us up to date right quick. Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, uh, I live in Arab, Alabama, and I was born and raised here, uh, and I went to the same church my whole life. So I really credit a lot of my love for the music and for church music, convention style music, all kinds of gospel music to my church. They really inspired that into my heart. And, you know, they they really uh, lived it in front of me. You know, we grew up uh, playing all different styles and we had different people within the church that would take me to gospel concerts and would give me CDs and cassettes and, you know, would do uh, what they could to expose me to it. And I'm grateful for that. Um, you know, starting out as a young child, I remember, you know, just like everyone else going to VBS. And I was so excited just to get to music part of it, just because we would sing new theme songs every year, uh, new songs, you know. So that was always an influential part. And then, uh, you know, I started taking piano lessons when I was about five years old. We couldn't find a piano teacher when mom and dad kind of started to notice that I had an ear for music. Um, when I was about three years old, I came home from church and they kind of heard me playing the melody of a song. And they're like, is that what I think it is? You know, and, and so they kind of took notice to that. And uh, and uh, so, you know, we slowly but surely, I guess, as the, the talent and the gift be, uh, began to grow and my ear began to grow and my desire for music began to grow, you know, I just, uh, it became evident that maybe something that we should pursue. So we finally found a local piano uh, teacher who actually went to a church here in town that uh, she did uh, regular piano lessons and then she incorporated the hymns and chords and, and really, you know, gave me a foundation for what I was hearing in my head, you know, and uh, I'm so grateful for her and, and she still loves and supports the music and her church supports our music. And uh, I credit a lot to her as well. Awesome. Um, I, took, I took from her till I was about, I'm going to say, I think it's about eight or nine. And uh, then we kind of reached a point where she was like, I don't really know what more else to teach you, you know, than the basic fundamental theory stuff. And uh, what's funny is the rest of it really came from just being exposed and starting to listen intently to different people like, you know, Gerald Wolf and Stan Whitmire, Anthony Berger, you know, mm. um, I guess, you know, we were so blessed because in our generation, you know, Riley and Avery, we have had YouTube and uh, the mm -hmm. internet. And so we've been able to watch and listen and we've been able to go back and play over and over, you know, these, <laughs> these concerts and stuff and uh, people's videos. And so I learned a lot just from watching those. And uh, I found a gentleman one day on YouTube. His name was Greg Hallett. Uh, and he actually... He was a, what you would call, I guess, a Christian concert pianist. He had a lot of classical background, mm -hmm. uh, but also, you know, he, he had a um, an endeavor where he tried to minister to local church people and, and the local church pianists that really wanted to, you know, take it to that next level. You know, we're teaching improvisation mm -hmm. and, and chord restructure and, and reharmonization and, and really teaching you, you know, that next step to take from just being an okay church pianist to, you know, adding some color chords and, and you know, making it yourself as well. Right. Uh, and so I've never actually met him. I've just watched his stuff and I actually purchased some of his material and he, he made, I mean, probably, probably over 30 hours worth of video and, and, and video material uh, that I use. And I, I learned a lot from that. And so I have a lot to credit him for. Um, I know he's out of doing that now. He's, he's moved into uh, uh, the medical field, but uh, I, I still have to give him credit. And then when I was about, see, that's about age 14 when I kind of really started to see that my gift was growing. But, you know, I just kind of assume, you know, Lord, you know, if you ever open the door, you know, I would love to do something in church ministry or music ministry. Just knowing my age, I probably wouldn't get to travel on the road and do gospel music full-time at such an early age. Um, and then literally, I guess I, about two years later, I had started uh, online homeschool, 
uh, I went to public school for uh, the first nine years, and then the Lord opened the door to do online homeschool through Liberty Online Academy. And I started that. And the next year after I did that, the door opened for me to go on the road with the Hoppers. Uh, I traveled with them from October of 2014 until July of 2017. And uh, during my tenure there, I really just stood back and I felt like a sponge. I just observed everything that I could, you know, in regards to the industry and music. And, uh, you know, when I went there, I was handed these things called chord charts. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this? You know, uh, I'm a country kid. What, I, don't, I don't know what this is. Give me a hymnal. I'm good. But uh, I had to quickly teach myself how to, how to you know, uh, read those. But also, uh, I'd never played with soundtracks before. So that was a, a big uh, learning curve for me but as you know we do every night now and i'm comfortable with it um, but i i really look back and i was blessed that the tracks and the music that they sang had a lot of foundation built around an arranger named larry goss that mm -hmm. was a hero of mine and i know of gerald and a bunch of other pianists as well um, but he's done a lot of choral projects for churches and uh, he, he honestly, I, I never got the opportunity to meet him. Um, I remember we were sitting in a church parking lot when we got the call that he had passed away. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, I never forget, I was like, man, I wish I could have met him. And I heard so many stories from Connie and from Gerald about him. And, and just, you know, he had a, a unique way of taking a message in a song and bringing feeling to it. And that's what I, I, I try to do as well in my own style and way is bring feeling and excitement and joy through what I do. But I, I really credit him uh, for, for allowing my ear to mature in the way that it has, because I, I just had never viewed music in that way. Um, so I was there for three years with the Hoppers and uh, of course, just learned a lot musically with the industry. And then the Lord started dealing with me about um, possibly going somewhere else. And, you know, I honestly wasn't looking at the time. I was, I was pretty content just thinking, okay, Lord, you know, I'm having a good time and playing right. the piano and, you know, mm -hmm. with one of, the, uh, one of the biggest groups in the nation, you know, traveling right. in full-time ministry. And then uh, it just, I look back now and it just, there was no push uh, from my side. It was just the Lord opening the door and it just made it evident that, okay, I needed to, to uh, leave this season of my life and go somewhere else and uh, dig in there. And thankfully, I did and uh, followed the Lord's will. And then here I now have been with the Mark Trammell Quartet for six years as of last month, which is crazy. I mean, wow. uh, it, just, it just does not seem right at all. But uh, I'm so thankful I'm here. And uh, the guys have just, you know, have taken me in and they just have, have ministered to me and they have helped me mature as a as a christian young man and as, as an artist and uh, honestly we're just we're just a bunch of brothers on the road led by one of the greatest baritone singers in gospel music mm. and uh and we're just we're just grateful to be able to travel and be in this season of our life uh where we are today absolutely uh you've had a wonderful career and still young mm-hmm Yes, sir. I'm blessed. Very blessed. Avery and Riley, you want to jump in with any questions at this point? Well, I, Trevor and I go back. For us, it feels like a long way because we're young. Other people are like, that's just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, that's oh my I think gosh. That's from like oh 2015. Yeah. So we've both come a long way since then. Uh, <laughs> I think we met each other in like January at one of Bill Bailey's uh, Birmingham Sings the Gospel. And you were like, you had just joined the Hoppers because I remember you, they said you were like 16. And I was like, there's another teenager in gospel music? Because at the time, <laughs> there was like, no, I mean, Evan wasn't even going with me. My brother wasn't going with me. So it was cool to meet somebody close to my age. Um, but uh, I had one question. If there was a retired group, like before your time, that you could have traveled with, who would it be and why? I don't think I've ever been asked this question before. <laughs> um, hmm. 
I was raised with all kinds of, you know, quartet music and uh, family groups. And so I learned to appreciate it all. But, you know, for me, uh, I think I would have loved to have traveled with uh, the cathedrals probably back in the <laughs> 80s when uh, when Mark and uh, and uh, Danny Funderburk were there. That, that would have been some fun times uh, with Glenn and George, I think. But, you know... Oh, yeah. uh, I also enjoyed the Kingsman. I mean, you talk about energy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been so much fun as well from a, a from a stage perspective. Gosh, they had so much fun, and uh, and I enjoyed watching. Uh... <laughs> oh, I see that, man. I, I see that. Yes, yes. Well, I tell you what, I have been honored to play for uh, this the number two baritone in our industry, in my opinion. Uh, Pat's oh. the greatest baritone. <laughs> I, I, I love him, and I and I know he meant every word of that. <laughs> Going to get something started, <laughs> Riley. How about you? You got something you'd like to ask, Trevor? I guess I would want to ask. Um, what is a favorite memory you have from the road traveling with Mark and the guys so far? Favorite memory? It could be a funny story or whatever, whatever, but. You know, uh, there's two stories that come to mind. The first one is uh, we were at a church in Corinth, Mississippi, and I'll never forget. It was a Sunday morning, and it was my first time to be there with a group. They had been there previously. And uh, we walked in, and there was this big chest in the front. And I like, was like, what is this? This is a Baptist church, you know. <laughs> I was thinking there might be snakes or something. You know, I, I had never been in that position before. <laughs> but uh, they uh, they opened it up at the beginning of the service, and then they had us come up and sing. And we sang for, I'm going to say, an hour. It, it was like basically a full set uh, the whole time, and, and members of the church lined up, and uh, they, they put money into this chest. And that morning, they paid off. Uh, the remaining balance of the church's mortgage, and it was like I think wow. seventy or eighty thousand. And I, I've never experienced anything like that. Uh, wow. so that that was a cool moment for me early in, mm-hmm. in history to see that happen for sure. Uh, something really funny. I'm trying to think. Gosh. <laughs> well, I'll I'll say this: I have been left at a Waffle House before. <laughs> uh, you know it. it and I'm always the nice guy, you know, asking if I can get anybody anything, you know, so the bus. And how can I? How can I do my part, you know? And uh, but yeah, there's that time you get left at the Waffle House. <laughs> That's a got to be a tough feeling, but at least it, I've heard stories from back in the old days when people got left, and that was before cell phones. You know, yeah, that was back. Uh, so you were, yes. Yeah, you. Were, Probably if you got left back in the old days, but um, in just a second, I'm gonna, we're going to pull in a few more comments that uh, folks um, have on here. But real quick, I'd like to ask you one thing, Trevor. Okay. And and so you have been blessed as a very young man to have traveled with with heroes, uh, with with Claude and Connie Hopper of the Hoppers, and 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 Mark Trammell, as you said to me, top two, three baritone in the history of. Uh, Southern gospel music and just living legends. And I guess, you know, you and in and, and your young career, maybe, maybe talk about one or two things that, that you gleaned, that you learned from them, you know, whether it's how to carry yourself, how about being in professional Southern gospel music, just, just something that you just hold dear that you learned from your days with Claude and Connie and, and now Mark on the road. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that something that's, um, that I know is something that both of them groups and, and most of the groups that I know and tr- am lucky to travel with, you know, on the uh, every weekend on the road, they they believe in uh, consistency in regards to quality of the music. You know, they always are looking uh, with a spiritual discernment and and the programming. You know, we. I'm not handed a sheet of paper when I walk on stage every week and say, here's what we're singing. You know, uh, it's, it's following this, the Lord and, and what he's moving in the spirit, uh, in that service. And so I, I quickly learned, uh, when I came on the road that that's something to appreciate. And, uh, it's something that most groups, you know, 
uh, do and, and following the leading of the Lord. And, and so I appreciate that. Uh, but the consistency of the, of the musicianship and the quality and, uh, you know, giving your best, even on those Sunday mornings when you have to load in at 6 a.m. Uh, and you don't want to, you know, but, you know, I have learned that the Lord has always sustained us. And even from a musician's perspective, you knew, you would probably think, well, he, he's probably not tired. He just plays the piano, you know. But my hmm. position is from a communicator standpoint and playing the piano, I, I'm thinking just as much as a singer and making eye contact and connection with the people in the audience. And if if I have done my job in that, I feel like I've, I've done what I'm supposed to do and, you know, allowing the Lord to use us to bless them. And then I get a blessing back when they look back and smile, you know, yeah. it's the smallest things really that we try to overcomplicate when we jump into a ministry or in, in like this uh, full-time, you know, touring ministry. For me, I used to think I get on stage and, you know, I've got to do this move at this time and I've got to do this and make sure I'd smile. This The less you think about it, right. just, the more you enjoy it. The, the Lord makes it easier on you, you know, because if you just lean on him, uh, he takes care of the rest of it. And uh, we, we've been, we've been blessed um, to now, you know, it's, it's, I tell people, I think I could do what I do on stage in my sleep just because it's almost second nature that, you know, I've been doing right. this nine years now. And yeah, but, uh, you know, it's just a part of me and I, I can't explain it. I, I, I feel it every night and I, I'm thankful to feel the spirit of the Lord in the, in each church house and concert hall that we go to. And mm-hmm. I just get up there and, and I give it my best for him and for the group uh, to make sure that our, message and uh, what we're doing comes across and that's the main reason why we're there giving the gospel absolutely and anybody who has seen you in person i don't see how they would say that you you wouldn't be tired or it didn't take any energy as much (laughs) energy as you put into your play and you're a great communicator well let's take a second and and jason i'm just going to let you kind of pop some up and we'll say howdy to a few folks that has joined in with us i'm gonna have to lean over to see uh, that's Blaine Rayleigh from Everything Southern Gospel saying hello tonight. Uh, we got Megan Edgeworth saying howdy. Of course, we saw Pat Barker earlier. <laughs> Thankful for him watching us. Who else we got, Brother Jason? Oh, Pop's watching over. Yeah, he made it home, and I could hear him coming in the back door, and I texted him. I said, mute your phone, mute your phone. <laughs> I would say that Robert is one of the most faithful friends and fans we have, and we appreciate yes. him you know, for yeah. sure. He's a blessing to the father. So. And to age me and him, he was the PA announcer when I played Pee Wee football in Hayden years ago. So yeah. um, You're serious? he just started his 42nd season at Hayden. So Friday night was his 42nd season starting. So he's another one who has an awesome love and a big heart for young people and has for all these years. Yep. Got anybody else? We got a bunch of folks. We may get back to some more here in a minute, but uh, thank y'all for joining us. And uh, if you'll hang out with us a little bit, uh, a little bit toward the ends, I've got a giveaway that we're going to do. So uh, hang in here with us. But uh, again, I want to take a little back seat but avery and riley why don't y'all have a chat with trevor about um trevor's got a lot going on (laughs) trevor you go ahead i was going to ask you about the north alabama and a little bit of north georgia now promoting you've gotten into that recently which is fantastic especially for our area coming from the north alabama area uh, what sparked you into doing that, and and how'd you get that ball rolling? I know there's a few of my friends that would love to start promoting. So, yeah, uh, I guess it was about two years ago. Um, I guess I had I had had the thought in my mind for a while, but I really felt burdened about two years ago uh, to start doing more of a local impact, and uh, you know, not really ever doing that before in concert promotion and, and not knowing really where to start. I was at first kind of discouraged because I'm like, well, no one else does it. And, and you know, our, our area, I know at one time in North Alabama used to have a lot of singings uh, on the weekends and, uh, yep. and a lot of promoters have passed away. And uh, some churches have just, they've changed uh, music programs and, and directors. And so the music styles have changed. And so we just didn't have as much of a presence at, 
it seemed like as even when I was growing up, I remember going to Coleman Civic Center, uh, seeing the grains of hoppers and Brian Free Insurance. Um, I was, gosh, I was probably probably nine or ten years old, and uh, and I remember that being a big big night in my life and hearing gospel music. Um, but I, I had the burden, and honestly, I just went to Mark and I said, "Hey." This may be a terrible idea. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I just, you know, I have this idea, and uh, you just tell me what you think. And uh, I think maybe he had thought about doing something before, um, but you know, he's he's involved in a lot of aspects of our ministry and NQC, um, and so I think at the time he, he was just uh, had a lot of things going on. So uh, when I brought this idea to him. Uh, he said, "Well, sure, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll go into you with it, and uh, let's do it together." And uh, you know, he has been such a supporter in helping me push this, um, you know, because I didn't have email lists, I didn't have addresses, I didn't have any way to contact people, and uh, I just, you know, I just kind of, uh, with his support and Facebook, and uh, starting to to book our. Uh, artist, we were able to have our first uh, concert, and it was a success. And I was all pumped and charged and ready to go. And uh, and I've you know I've learned a lot uh, along the way um, from him and other people in the industry, Bill Bailey and Dwayne Guerin and Josh Franks, and they've kind of helped taking me under their wing and you know trying to invest in me. And I'm very appreciative of that. Um, but you know, um, promoting, I've learned is not necessarily something that you can just jump into because I have learned that um, it's got to be a ministry that is sustained by the Lord just as much as a music ministry like us full-time traveling. You know, uh, we've been blessed to meet budget every time um, and everybody's been able to, uh, to have food on their table, you know, but it's one of those things where it, it truly is an investment uh, from the people and the audience. And when I get up and, and I give the, uh, the opportunity for us to take up a love offering at our events, I tell people, I said, we've done our part. Now it's your turn to do your part. And uh, we've come and we've blessed you and we've ministered to you. And now it's your time to invest into this ministry if the Lord leads you because you know, we, we don't force people to, to give. That's just not how we work. You don't have to have to give money, uh, but we just want you to be a part of it and help us grow this ministry in the North Alabama area. Um, and if you want more of this, unfortunately, uh, it, it takes money. And so we just ask for people to give. And every, every time, every time uh, we have been uh, able to meet the budget, praise the Lord, and, uh, you know, to me, that's confirmation ever since the first one that we've done that we're doing something right and we're doing uh, something that the Lord wants to happen. And, uh, you know, if, if he ever shows us that we don't need to do it, then I'm going to obey him and not do it. But as long as he uh, gives us his seal of approval, and, uh, we're going to keep doing it. And I think, let's see, let me see, I'm trying to think. We did uh, one, two, three. We've done five concerts now in two years. Uh, and actually, those were not really pre-planned much. Uh, the first one was, but the rest of them have just kind of came uh, along the way and, and knowing some artist friends that needed to come through the area. And, and we just kind of looked at our calendars. And um, now I think we've got five on the books from now until April of next year. Uh, and we're blessed that this year we had our first concert in the North Georgia area. Yeah, uh, We have some friends uh, over there that said, hey, we came to the one uh, in North Alabama and we really enjoyed it. And we'd love you to do something in North Georgia. So um, we did one back in Canton, Georgia in June. Uh, and it was a special night with Mark Trammell Quartet, the Wisnets, and the Mylon Hayes family. Uh, and then on the second half, we had a special uh, Wisnet Hayes and Conkle Quartet mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, set and uh, that's just something that we're doing just for fun every once in a while uh, but we had a packed house of about uh, 600 people uh, and, and it was just a great night so we're we're going to do another one 
uh, in North Georgia this year uh, in November. Um, and we're going to do that at the First Baptist Church in Cumming, Georgia. Uh, okay. Dr. Rick Forbes is the music minister there. Uh, and the talent's going to be Mark Trammell Quartet, uh, the Wisnets, the Mylan Hayes family, and then also the First Baptist Church Choir and Orchestra. So we're yeah. really excited about that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's really being pushed as a community event and uh, really wanting to uh, hopefully fill that church up. I think it seats about a thousand. And uh, based off our November, or I'm sorry, our June event in Canton, I, I think we can do it. So uh, we're really Great. excited about that uh, in North Georgia. But also coming up in October in North Alabama is the second annual uh, Song Fest in Coleman, Alabama. Uh, we did that last year uh, with the Inspirations, and we just had a successful night. Uh, we're really blessed with how that event went. And I think Avery was there. And I, yeah. I don't you there, Riley? I can't remember. I wanted to, but I couldn't come. But gotcha. okay. Well, I, hey, these guys show up everywhere, I, and I'm everywhere too, so I can't remember <laughs> who's there or not. Yeah, but, I've well, showed up in South Carolina before. I know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so we had a great night and a great time uh, with about 650 people there. So we decided, hey, let's do it again. Uh, yeah. Some of our dear friends, inspirations, they they have a great following and we've got a great following in the area. So we're going to do it again on Thursday, October the 5th, uh, this time at a different venue at Temple Baptist church, just right off the interstate there in Coleman. Uh, it's going to be a free admission. Uh, we'll take up a love offering uh, and the doors will open at six. The concert's going to start at seven. Uh, and we just want you to come be a part, put it on your calendar. It's going to be a great night. Uh, and also we have a special guest and see for that night. Dwayne Guerin is going to be with us. So All I'm right. glad to have him and his family. And uh, so it, it's just going to be a great night of gospel music in Coleman. So put it on the calendar Thursday, October the 5th. Fantastic. And uh, for information on all of your promotions, I think that we have a little banner we can put up to help folks um, to find you on CT Gospel Tickets, I believe, is where we need to be right there. Is that it? That's it. All right. So folks can go to that email address and find out about all the coming promotions from CNT and how to get tickets and, and just come out and support it. Well, yes, and right. when it's not a ticketed event, just show up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, not every event is ticketed, but we put all our main information on that website. Sure. Um, and actually, with the... Uh, the next ticketed event is a brand new event that's happening uh, next April. I mean, it literally was just announced. Uh, it's going to be at Lee University in Cleveland, Tennessee. So we're going to branch out into the, uh, the Chattanooga area and do something special there. And actually, we're calling it the Songfest Spectacular. It's going to be on Saturday, April the 13th. And we're going to have a hymn sing that afternoon at 12 o'clock. Right. Uh, we're going to have a gospel music hymn sing. We're so excited to do that. That's our first time to host the game. And then that night, uh, we're going to have a song fest spectacular with uh, Greater Vision, Mark Trammell Quartet, Wisnets, and the Mylon Hayes family. Uh, and those doors open at 5, and it starts at 6. Uh, and it is ticketed for the night. Uh, the hymn sing is just a, a $10 donation at the door that goes uh, to help cover the day's expenses for that. And also, uh, we'll take up a love offering to go to the Hymn Sing Foundation yes. and continue supporting that endeavor and getting our uh, product out to all the nursing homes in America, veterans homes, hospital, respite care, uh, and then just continue doing that outreach there as well. So uh, definitely don't miss it on Saturday, April the 13th uh, at the Con Center at Lee University. It's going to be an exciting uh, brand new event there. And you can get your tickets at that link at ctgospeltickets.com. $20 in advance and 25 at the door of the day of. So we're Perfect. so excited about that. Well, while you're talking all things uh, gospel music hymn sing, why don't you dive off into some other uh, exciting things coming from the hymn sing? Yes. Yeah. So we just announced about uh, two and a half weeks ago that the hymn sing gang uh, is going to Australia. Uh, this December, and uh, we are so excited for that opportunity uh, that we are getting to go minister uh, to the church 
and our brothers and sisters in Australia. We honestly, uh, we were approached by In Touch Ministries about this opportunity. And uh, with a lot of prayer and time and coordinating and planning all this out, uh, we've, we've officially got everything on the roll. And uh, we'll be going down there for seven days in December. And uh, we'll be having, I think that's their summertime. So we'll be having a, a gospel music hymn sing there uh, in late, mid, oh, I'm sorry, mid-December, uh, right before we get home for Christmas vacation. So we're really, really excited about that opportunity. And uh, we just ask that you would pray for us as we go down there and uh, minister to those people. I know the church has struggled and it's had a hard time uh, yeah. recently. So uh, remember them in prayer and pray for us that what we do would be a, a blessing and we'd share a lot uh, through music and song there, our brothers and sisters in Australia. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Riley, did you say you had the uh, Mark Trammell Quartet Classic CD? Yes, I had the pre-release. So All right. it's, it's very, you, very good. Yeah, won't you, you and you and Trevor talk a little bit about that and all things Mark Trammell Quartet? <laughs> yes, sir. So um, for everybody, everybody does not have the, it's not out officially, I guess, but y'all have had the pre-release on the table since um, the homecoming. Um, when is that coming out to everybody else? That will be available, I believe, at convention. The street date is uh, NQC, so it will be available uh, there at National Quartet Convention coming up at the end of September. What are some of your favorite songs on the project? Oh, gosh. That's so hard because all these quartet songs are just full of energy and our our harmony just fits so good with each song. Honestly, from my perspective, I love to play When They Call My Name. That is just oh, yeah. a great mm-hmm. song. Uh, and everybody sings together on that one. That's a great song. Also, uh, I'm trying to think. You know, the Happy Goodman family uh, did a song, uh, Living in Canaan Now, which is in the hymn book. But they we kind of put our spin on it, kind of like they did. And uh, it's kind of one of those where when you get to the chorus, everybody starts singing different parts and, and you just pray that everybody meets together at the end, you know, uh, but that, that, that's just a great barn burner as well. And uh, there's also some surprises on there, like a new uh, medley arranged by Mark Trammell and Trey Ivy uh, because he lives and until then, and uh, okay. it may be a, a close uh, runner up for a uh, new King is coming. In my opinion, it's just got a, Got a great, great impact uh, every time I listen to it. So wow. there's new it's stuff. Very powerful. Uh, you know, funny, maybe in 25, there's some songs on this record I had honestly never heard of. So oh. to the younger audience, it may be all new songs, uh, but to our uh, older audience, it's probably just a flashback, but with some nice, fresh arrangements. And, uh, of course, first-class quality by uh, what I think is the best quartet right now on the road. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I hope everybody gets it. I really do, because uh, it'll minister to you. And we'll have Absolutely. it there at convention and CD, and also in USB form for the people that have newer cars that don't have. <laughs> oh, <hey, please> excited. <laughs> no, I don't have a CD player in my car. Yeah. And so we'll have that available as well. And then, of course, brand new merchandise like T-shirts and uh, mugs and all that fun stuff. So, hey. You got to come see us at the Quartet Convention to get it. We'll be at the table all week, uh, so we hope to see you there. Yeah, and then p- go ahead and plug. It. There's another project of yours that I've I play all the time at work at my desk. So why don't we talk a little bit about that before we move the mer- move off of the merchandise? <laughs> well, it's uh, it's hard to plug yourself, but this yeah. is a uh, this is an album that. Honestly, you know, people see me play a lot of upbeat stuff and exciting stuff, and I love to play fast songs. I always have as a child, uh, but this is kind of a uh, unexpected project, probably to the fans. It's an easy listening collection mm-hmm. of just piano. There's no tracks, nothing else behind me. It's just raw piano, and uh, it's me just playing from the heart. Uh, it's called Hymns from the Heart, and uh, I was honored to have Gerald Wolf produce it. And uh, we actually, uh, we did that. And, and it's, it's just a very good CD for meditation and prayer, easy listening in the car. Or why even <laughs> I tell people, I say, 
it's better than any sleeping pill in America. <laughs> if you want to know the truth, if that's true or not, just ask Mark Trammell. I'll put it on before I give him his medicine before he goes to bed every night. So <laughs> it works. And I, he may not that. Me. I did that today. <laughs> I turned it on and I just took me a nap right after work today. And I was like, <laughs> just turn on. Hey, Siri, play Trevor. No, don't, I was going to start playing Trevor. <laughs> and then I just testimony go. time. Yes. But it's 20 of my favorite hymns, and uh, and I'll even go ahead and uh, tell you that we'll probably do another one just like Great. it. I've a lot of people tell us that they've enjoyed it, so it's on yeah. CD and USB as well. And uh, I've also got you know two previous CDs, uh, but you can get all that at our table at convention or anytime on the road, or you can go online. Uh, to my website. Do you have the link for that, Scott? We do. Uh, we are getting there. Uh, there it is. You go to trevorconklemusic.com. Yeah. Uh, you can order it there through PayPal or credit card. And uh, I'll personally put it in that envelope and mail it to you. And uh, USB CD, we do it all. And uh, also, we're working on digital streaming as well. So we're looking for that to come yeah. out really very soon. I, I'll give a testimony too because I have a pretty my my daytime gig is a pretty high stress environment and so that's why I play you a lot because it just helps kind of keep me grounded so uh, okay. enjoy it. Well, Trevor, I definitely don't want to abuse uh, or take advantage of your time too much tonight, but um, as we kind of come in toward a landing, yeah. um, I, I do want to see if I can facilitate one conversation between the three of you. OK. Right. And and that comes from the foundation of where Southern Gospel Forward came from. Um, of course, now I'm all things history of Southern Gospel music and me. I'm kind of moving into that place where I guess I yeah, I'm one of the old guys now. You mm -hmm. know, um, got a lot of snow in my cap up here that's still some of it's still there and uh getting older i'm a traditionalist i love i love the history of southern gospel music that's why i'm so involved with the southern gospel music association and, and working with the board on that but um you know you mentioned earlier about some of the churches and changing formats and and you know even myself i've served in a church under leadership that basically said that the music had moved past its uh, relevancy so to speak and 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 moving in different things which obviously i didn't uh jihaw too well with but anyway so all this to say one thing that i noticed and i've been noticing this more and more i noticed at the homecoming last year that you guys had i see a lot of young people i see a lot of young people at the concerts in fact, over the last couple of years at NQC, it seems like I'm seeing more young people, and which is difficult because NQC is held during school time, you know, when college is going on and high, and high schools are in session. But I see a lot of young folks. I see a lot of younger adults. And you guys are young. I mean, you're, you're, you're Trevor, you're a young artist in the industry. And then we've got two young fans here in Riley and Avery. And I would just like for y'all to maybe have a, you know, a little discussion on, uh, you know, how you would tell someone, you know, that has that mindset, you know, I talked with Gerald Wolf last year at the, uh, at the homecoming, you know, and, and he and I having discussion, I've never seen Southern gospel presented positively and in the right way to young people that they didn't love it, that they didn't come away appreciating it, that they didn't come away. So maybe y'all talk a little bit about youth in Southern gospel. And cause that's the whole reason that this came out of my head and into this stream is I want to, Build community of young Southern gospel artists and young Southern gospel fans. So maybe talk about what it means to you and how you see youth in Southern gospel music moving forward. Ladies first. <laughs> Gee, thanks guys. Um, so uh, I know at least for me, um, I'm in college, I'm in a grad program now, and um, I've got people from, I think 14 different States, which means even more backgrounds. There's 35 of us and, I'm the minority when it comes to religious beliefs, I'll put it that way. Um, so it's really comforting to have my friend group in Southern Gospel that on the weekends I can get away from that and I can be with those friends who are so uplifting. And the music, it's soothing to the soul. You know, when I need uplifting, uh, the Lord just knows how to send you to the right concerts at the right time and they send things just when you need it um, i've had that happen several times artists will be like are you okay i saw you just break down i'm like you just don't know how much that meant to me 
Um, and so I'm really excited about getting this group together because I've had friends that are, you know, out of state like Riley. We see him sometimes, but he's from Georgia, so we don't get to see him as often. Um, so I'm really excited to get us together. I'm really glad we're growing up in an age of social media where we can get together like this on this kind of format and uh, all band together that, you know, we're supposed to be a peculiar people and stand out. Um, and it's easier when you got friends. So that's that's my take on it. So. Yes, like like many of you, I'm well, when you go to a concert, you may, you know, locally, you may only have a few young people or when you go to the larger events, you may see more. But um, just getting everybody together um, where we can all conversate. And um, when we go to those larger events, meet together and get to fellowship one with another. And um, that's just a really big thing for me, um, getting to to know people like me you know not you know not many people that i know of live near me that love the music like i do and um just having that community is very exciting so trevor is 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 a young artist you know from what you see as far as some of the excitement and and i look upon the the landscape of southern gospel music and those traveling professionally there is a lot of youth in in southern gospel i mean you included obviously but maybe you know lend your perspective on that and where you see going and how you, how like i said i say you guys is not the the future but of the present and helping leading us forward yeah i from an artist perspective, I'll give you both artist and personal perspectives. Okay. From an artist perspective, I have never had a young person come up to me after a concert and say, this was the worst thing I've ever been to. Mm -hmm. Now, they may not have just loved it, but I've, I've never had anybody come up to me and say that, you know, personally. Um, you know, I have seen just, I can tell just from their body language just because I watch people at the table. I could tell that, well, that person was probably drug here by their grandmother and they wouldn't have came, you know, had, had they not been brought here. But I've learned that I think even in those moments, that person will look back five to 10 years later and after their grandmother passes away and, and they'll never forget a moment like that, that they did something with. Mm -hmm. You know, I think as you get older, you reflect and look back at the things that you did as a child as, as I do that, you know, things that happened at church and things that happened with my family and, and the places that my grandparents took me to. And, uh, you know, I can, I can remember just coming to mind now that the time that my grandparents took me to top of the river in Gadsden, Alabama to, uh, hear a gospel concert, new ground was singing there. And, uh, I was probably 11 or 12 years old, you know, but you never forget moments like that. Right. Uh, that just that stick out. And so as an artist, I, I have to remind myself, you know, you're either planting the seed, you're watering the seed, or you're going to see uh, it come to fruition, you know, in someone's life and what we do. And, you know, sometimes it's it's interesting. You'll see somebody that you've never seen before our age, and you, you might see them either in six, six months again, or you might see them a year from now again at the same church that they have you there annually, you know, and eventually you know somebody will, will probably speak to each other and you see each other and it's like you start making a connection you know mm -hmm. uh and and don't ever think that people are not attentive to what you're singing or playing on stage even when they don't look like it i've learned that lesson myself because uh, sometimes <laughs> i look at in an audience and i think you're looking at us like we're just over here picking beans, you know, and we're just, we're just not, you know, even uh, getting the message across. Uh, but then it's afterwards they come by and they say, that was just a blessing, you know, yeah. and just thank you so much for coming. So never underestimate the power of the Lord moving through the music and the song and the message. Um, but I think as, as a young person, I have seen an increase in more younger people, but yeah. I have to say, uh, technology has become uh, a big push in that through social media uh, and, and there's things like TikTok and Instagram. Uh, my generation is very visual. They want, they want to right. rather watch something. Right. Uh, so you, YouTube is a big thing as well. So I, I think that has been a asset to our music. Uh, and also you'll see different groups and, and promotions and, 
conventions push their content on there. And, uh, you know, especially Mr. Gaither, he, he has a lot of content now uh, online. And I, I think I just saw a, a post yesterday that said he had reached his three billionth view. Uh, so, you know, wow. a lot of views, which of course, you know, that, that probably took uh, years to get to, yeah. but, you know, uh, each view is one person and you just, you never know what, what, what you're doing is going to reach somebody in person or online. Uh, but I still say that the greatest communication for young people is word of mouth and also having, um, you know, your, your people that you associate with those interests and likes will, will rub off on you as well. So, you know, people say, well, young people don't like music. Our music's dying. I say, it's not dying. And I just say that they're being influenced by, by obviously other types. And the reason that, I love music is because of the people I was around and church people and my family. You know, I didn't get a choice of what music that we listened mm -hmm. to in the car growing up. I mean, it was just, that's what I was around. And uh, I think as parents and grandparents, if you play it for your grandchildren and your children, they're going to like it. It's just a natural right. ear progression that they're going to be drawn to that. So the more exposure you can get at home and in church, I, I think, the better opportunity that you have to reach young people, but it's even not young people. I mean, we're even talking about middle-aged people. I mean, mm. I have noticed too, <laughs> I have noticed too a lot of uh, new 30, 40 and 50 year old people coming to our concerts that, I mean, I've never seen before, but they have come by and said, this is my first time to see you guys. I've, I've seen you on Facebook or I've, I've seen you on YouTube or Someone gave me a CD, you know, and I just, I was just so excited to see you guys for the first right. time in person. So you, you never know. You're making new fans everywhere you go. And people know about you that you may never even see in person, but they, they know you from your social media and, yeah. uh, you know, from people talking about you. So I, I think if we exhaust all measures and doing our best to promote the gospel and in doing that, we'll create fans for a long yeah. time. But at the end of the day, you know, all we have to do is just go and tell and let God handle the rest of it. But it's, yeah. it's exciting to see where the music, I think, is headed. COVID mm -hmm. has done a lot to our music and, and the church in general. There's mm -hmm. a lot of things that, you know, we've had to see our, our music go through that, you know, we wouldn't have just loved. Uh, but it had to, I think, be a sifting season for us. And uh, I, I think we're headed in a good direction, you know. Uh, yes. Our music is the only industry that is a fusion of multiple styles. Yes. About it. And, uh, you know, we have, I, I believe we still have at least at 90 to 100 groups that consider themselves uh, in this yeah. music. Uh, you know, in regards to full time ministry, there, there's mm -hmm. probably a, a list between 30 to 40 that would consider themselves in full-time week-to-week uh, gospel music ministry. And then we have a lot that are, you know, of course, in local part-time ministry, and they're just as important. Um, yes. And in doing that, you know, we're all in this together. Our, our unity matters. Uh, whatever we do, whatever we say, we're all in this together. We've got to promote uh, the music and the gospel and let God take care of the rest and in giving our best. Um, through through our presentation and the quality of music, I think um, it, it's going to help us all as we go from now into 50 years into the future. I just, you know, in, 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 in 25 years, I'll be 50 years old. And you think, wow, that's a long time, but it's really not a long time. Mm -hmm. So thinking ahead, you know, I, I, I believe that we're headed in a good direction and, and I hope uh, that we get to be involved in gospel music uh, for the rest of our career as long as the Lord allows because we feel the calling and the need to go do what we do. And uh, it's, it's not a gig to us. It, it's a ministry. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm less than 90 days from that 50 mark. So um, <laughs> anyway, but I sit here today and in, in, in my love and the heart for this music, I was 13, 14, 15 years old and, and people like Rex Nealon and Peg McCamey, uh, Bean and, and George and Glenn and Tim Riley and those folks showed me attention and, you know, I needed it. 
uh, not coming from the best background, not coming from the happiest home. And, and I would be able to go to the concerts and they poured into me and then the music spoke to me and took me to this place. And then you go from then to fast forward today and my fandom and, 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 and young ones like Riley and, and Avery uh, in, in the same boat growing up, loving the music and they become the leaders. And, and, and that's one thing that I think is huge. And again, that I'm really, and I'm seeing a lot of folks speaking up and, 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 and making comments on here. We can't get to them all and I apologize, but thank y'all for being here. One thing that you can really help us with right now is again, the mission of Southern gospel forward is to build community and young Southern gospel fans and young Southern gospel artists and encourage each other and encourage them and keep building the music and keep building the, uh, the, the, the togetherness. And I see that amongst our music, it seems to be more and more everybody cheering each other on. If you believe in that and that mission, if you could, uh, if you could just um, share us, Share us. We've got a group uh, on Facebook, Southern Gospel Forward, that is designed for, you know, we say 35-ish and below. Now, I'm Papaw, but I've, I, you know, I kind of started the boat, but I kind of sit back and let watch things. But it's a group of community. If you're in that age range, if you're 35 and below, please join and get in the community and the conversation. These shows, uh, this is number one, but we've got several. We're going to do it, and we're going to keep going as long as the Lord will allow us to do so subscribe on the, we got a youtube channel on sbm studios sbm studios go subscribe to that youtube channel that help get us out there and you can share it share share the sbm studios you get to see southern gospel forward and you get to see the southern gospel spin and we've had some shows with like sound street and danny funderburg and more content going you can help us and build this community by by joining in and becoming a member and then sharing the content but uh, but Trevor, don't you think that the industry and, and some of our older folks now and some of their legends do a great job in encouraging the young folks in the industry and the young fans? Yes, sir. Yes, I, yeah. I have seen it. I mean, even in Riley and Avery and and the greatest thing that uh, can be done at, at the table, I've noticed, is just an act of kindness and speaking to somebody and, and shake, raising their hand and mm. and shaking it, you know, and just and just being able to make that connection and our our uh i'll say our our elders of the industry uh you know they have done a great job into helping the music uh maintain a quality level and to also push uh young people to get involved you know uh there's a lot that we can do there's a lot we can't do because it, it takes everybody Yes. But I can tell you this, um, an act of kindness and a smile has never gone uh, too far. And, and it's it's always made a difference. You know, to me, I, my goal is not to sell a CD at the table, is to make that connection with the people. Uh, of course, go. I want you to take the CD home. But, <laughs> you know, if I, can make a, uh, if I can make a friend for the next 30, 40 years to come back and uh, bring their friends with them, you know, and uh, make more friends and fans for our music. That's what yeah. it takes. And uh, we're all in this together. And uh, yes. it needs more people. The music uh, has has a great lineup of artists right now. Uh, young people like the Irwins. Uh, and I, I, I think people like them are really doing a great thing for our music, reaching uh, all, all demographics. And uh, they're, they're doing a great job in presenting the gospel. So I, yeah. I commend all the young people in it and the ones that want to get involved in it. Just keep your um, head in the Bible and to just keep your mind on the Lord's will. And when he opens that door, uh, it'll be in his way and his timing. And you'll be so glad that uh, he did. Amen. And uh, I tell you, Brother Trevor, I appreciate your kindness to me and to all of us. And we did not mean to take this much of your time tonight, um, but the conversation just kind of flowed. So I hope we haven't overextended uh, uh, our stay with you. No, 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 no. I okay. have a question for our, my interviewers, if that's okay. Yes. Okay. So, uh, off our latest project, we did Still Standing in concert. Do you like Still Standing or do you like God has provided himself a lamb? That is a hard one for me to pick as a favorite. So, I want to hear from you guys. Which, which one is a favorite for you? Because... Mm -hmm. 
in concert, there's so much alike and energy. Mm -hmm. I wonder what the people really think. Which one is which is their favorite? I can't stand that you're making me decide between these here. Um, because they're, question. I mean, they both have yeah. such great quality. Still standing is so uplifting, especially after everything we've been through in in the 2020 and on. Uh, so that's that's encouraging. I really enjoy it. I love God has provided Himself a lamp because I always enjoy seeing how many times Nick will run back there to hit the button before Mark <laughs> stops, and that cracks me up every time. Um, but honestly, and this one's different. My favorite that you guys will close with sometimes is, um, the King is coming like that one mm. gets me every, sends chills down me every time. So I'm going to go off that and say yeah. that was my favorite. So. Most requested song that we, we ever have. Riley. Um, that is a very hard question. Cause I love, you know, he goes back on both of them. Hitting the on I said I need my own encore button when I'm listening at home because yes. I just want to hit hit the button over and over. But I'd say God has provided probably. Um if I had to if I had to pick one I which is a very difficult thing to do, but I'd have to say that one. You don't want my opinion, right? <laughs> Come on, Scott, bring it on. <laughs> I really wanted you to say wet. no. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I, but I think I would go with Still Standing. Um, but I, I, again, I love the high energy both. It's hard to pick. It's almost a toying, uh, a toying toss? <laughs> a coin toss. Boy, I tell you, I'm tired. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, I like. I love Still Standing. I love the energy in both of those songs. And, and it's always the crowds on the feet before it's over with. So uh, good stuff. You're asking us tough questions. I have a, I have a tough question for you, Trevor. And, and I might get me and you both in trouble with your boss, but it's okay. Because you said making those connections at the table. I know Mark loves me and, and he'll, he'll forgive me. Are you better than him at golf? No, he, he's better than me. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I probably just made me have to work really hard. <laughs> and uh, last year, the only reason I beat his team at homecoming was because i had some really good teammates so uh you know i'm working on I'm, i mean i'm gonna get i'm gonna get there now he's been playing for 40 years and i've been playing for like five so we got a lot of stuff to do but uh you know i, I think we'll get there we'll get yeah there. i know he's always bragging about the golf tournament <laughs> oh my gosh i mean he's concerned he don't care who's first place he's just concerned to make sure he can beat all his group members that's right that's right <laughs> Well, um, as we come to a close, I tell you what, Jason, producer Jason, if you don't mind, look back through there. There's some neat little comments if you want to be putting up while I'm a talking here. Um, but but we'll give some shout outs to folks that gave us shout outs. But here's what I want y'all to do. Y'all that's still with us, and uh, I have got two vouchers for two tickets each. So two different vouchers, two people will get two tickets each to the Sunday night performance of the National Quartet Convention in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. That is uh, on September 24th, an amazing lineup that first night, a Sunday night. Uh, it gives you a little bridge to jump on in there and get you some more tickets and more passes to the events for the rest of the week. But the first two people who comment in, and I want it, that's all you got to say, is I want it. And I will send you a voucher for two tickets to the National Quartet Convention. Who did, did you pop up some while I was talking there, Bubba? I saw Brother Dwayne. Look at there. He was he was watching. We appreciate that support. Dwayne. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can I say something here also? Absolutely. Uh, uh definitely we want to push this page uh and and definitely want the viewership and the followers to uh, grow. We've shared it on our Facebook page, but even after this video is over, please continue to share it. Uh, I know we all will individually. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, we want to we want to make sure that this gets out and people can watch the discussion and uh, and, and get involved. And I, I know they've got some great artists they're going to be on in the coming weeks and, uh, and some special stuff coming up that we get closer to convention. So definitely share and like this uh, page. And, uh, and and definitely I'm sure uh, that'll be a blessing to Brother Scott. Uh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that plug. And I didn't even ask for it, but thank you so much. Yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, we do have two winners and uh, let's see. Goodness gracious. I'm going to somebody y'all, y'all pronounce these names. The first one is. Caitlin Grandstaff. 
There you go. So, Caitlin, uh, I will get with you in the comments section. And I'll... I know that is. <laughs> you do? I do. Awesome. All right. Well, she has won uh, a uh, couple of passes or a couple of tickets to the Sunday night NQC. And the other one is? Waylon and Cheryl Harper. Yeah. So yeah, they go to my church. I know. Jackson. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, all right. And so y'all be watching. I'm going to respond to you after we're off the air, uh, maybe through messenger if that works. And uh, there'll be other opportunities. Y'all, there's some other I want it that came in. I'm sorry you missed it, but keep watching. Watch the Southern gospel spin with the old guys, Jason and I, mm. and uh, Jason and me. What's the correct? Uh, Jason and I. There you go. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and then keep watching here. And uh, uh, Riley's going to keep jumping in with us and Avery and uh, also Avery's brother, Evan. Yeah. He uh, he's got a he's in theater right now and yeah. uh, he's got a show coming up in September. So maybe after he gets done with it in September, he'll join us a yeah. little more. Very good. So. Um, hey, Scott. OK, Trevor. Yeah. Here's something different. If for those that were paying attention earlier in the video, I will give away one of my new CDs if they can answer this question. Uh oh. How many years did I say I have been involved in full time music ministry? If you can answer that number, then I will send you a free CD. All right. We're watching the comments. Thank you for that giveaway. Appreciate that, Trevor. Uh, JP Turner says nine years. There we go. All right. Awesome. Yeah, JP, just uh, just message me on Facebook, and I will get your information and send it to you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Trevor. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. And and thank you so much for uh, giving us your time. I appreciate you so much. Yes. You have blessed me. Again, I'm old. Uh, like I said, I feel like a papaw in this group. But uh, <laughs> through the years at the concert, you've been kind to me and showed me friendship, and I appreciate that. You don't have to do that, but I appreciate the, the way that you have. And, uh, and uh, if I can ever do anything for you, you know, all you got to do is ask. I'll be doing anything I can. But I, I thank you for uh, for hanging out with us tonight. Yes, sir. Yeah, honored to, honor to be here and uh, be asked to do this. And uh, I guess I will for sure see all three of y'all in just a couple of weeks at the Cortex show. So we'll, we'll see you there. And uh, I'm just so excited to, for that week to see all our friends. And uh, you know where I'll be. I'll be at the table. So if you need me, just come find me. <laughs> absolutely can't wait to see you brother we appreciate you we love you we thank you so much avery and riley anything else you want to say before we get out of here thanks everybody for joining if you're yes. not a part of our page join the page because we'd love to have an even bigger friend group yes absolutely and like and share join that youtube channel um, we certainly would appreciate it but we will close out then for the night and uh, thanks again for joining us and y'all just subscribe and keep watching we'll be back soon we love y'all God loves you. Y'all have a good evening. See you guys.